Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The Jason and Alexis podcast is brought to you by our friends at Sears Imported Autos, serving four generations of happy returning customers. Sears Imported Autos is just 10 minutes west of downtown on 394 in Minnetonka. More information at searsimports.com. You know what drives me crazy? Two-hour themed Zoom meetings with our boss. A phone call from B. Arthur? No, buying something pre-owned and having it break in like two days. That's the worst. It is, but you know what? If you're buying a pre-owned car, get it from Sears Imported Autos. And you won't have that problem, believe me. Really? Oh, absolutely. They have an amazing selection of certified pre-owned cars that are vetted. Not just checked, they are vetted. Wow, that sounds very dramatic and serious. Well, it is. Sears takes it very seriously, and they back it up with extensive warranty coverage, which equals peace of mind. You know you're buying a quality car, and you know you won't have to worry about something happening, and I love that. But I don't want to leave the house. Oh, I hear you, and a lot of people don't want to leave the house. That's why you can browse and even complete the whole car purchasing process online, like from your couch. You can do it all at searsimports.com. Again, searsimports.com. And you can also configure your dream car, and then they'll find it, and even if you want, bring it to your door. How about financing? Because I assume I have to pay for the car? Um, yes, Lex, you do. <laughs> Sears has so many financing options. And their staff makes that part of it so easy and painless. I was, I'm not kidding, I was amazed when I bought my car there uh, recently, uh, back in November. The financing portion, which I usually dread, took, and I timed this, six minutes. No joke. I laughed. I was like, what? It's one of the things I remember most from that glorious day. And it's one of the many reasons why. Sears Imported Autos won best of the best from Mercedes in 2018 and 2019. And they've been serving four generations of returning happy customers for over 55 years. That is remarkable. Sears Imported Autos, 10 minutes from downtown Minneapolis on 394. For more information or to see their huge inventory, just go to searsimports.com. Happy Friday, everybody. You are listening to Jason and Alexis in the morning, home of the Whopper. I'm Jason Matheson, along with Alexis Thompson. Uh-huh. <laughs> Don McClain. Oh. No, that's McDonald's, Lex. That's the other one. Sorry, I, I don't remember. <laughs> we have them our way. It's Kenny right there. That's right. Make your Whopper your way. Thank you for being here. We have a fun 8 o'clock hour ahead. 
We have forced movie review. Oh. Uh, John Wick. I'll give you a good so one. Excited. That's a great movie. Yeah. I think you'll love it. I think you loved it, but we'll see. 8.30. Anyway, and uh, <laughs> yeah, and then Don and Steve come on. That's all yeah. coming up today right here. <laughs> Okay, continuing, or I should say just wrapping up the conversation. Dawn, would, would you mind, uh, for people that just clicked on, driving sure. down the 35W, resetting the table here with the Teagan Stodden story here? Okay, so uh, there's always been a beef between Chrissy Teigen and Courtney Stodden, especially on Twitter. Um, Courtney Stodden was married to Doug Hutchinson, who was 51. She was 16. You might have remembered this because she is very... Um, uh, Barbie-licious. She looks mm-hmm. like she was 35 when she was 16. Uh, yeah. And, you know, she got a lot of heat from that. And plus, it was just a creepy thing that I think we were all fascinated and just couldn't stop watching because they were on every talk show. And um, it was an odd time. And Chrissy Teigen uh, sent her a lot of uh, direct messages that were very... Well, they were bullying and and also would put them out in public as well, like on Twitter, but then DMs like, I, I I want you to kill yourself. So Chrissy Teigen has apologized publicly, but Courtney Stodden says she hasn't um, privately talked to her about this and that she thinks that she's just using her to rebuild her branding with Target. Get her Target feel yes. Back. Is that, yep. that was too long of an answer. Sorry. No, that was good. <laughs> yeah. Well, because TMZ is saying that Target is saying that Ooh. the removal of the line is not Courtney Stodded related. Oh, so I want to put that out there. I just read the really? the new. Could yeah, it be? I just I don't know. I just read I probably sales. I mean, you know, they get rid of lines oh, sure. pretty quickly. Um, anyway, I don't know if that's true, but that's TMZ just re updated their story. Okay, my hesitation. Look, um, there's there's uh, like with most of these stories, there's just levels of there's nuance in all of these. And the nuance here and the, the, the special situation is is the fact that Courtney was a kid, you know, she yeah. was 16, because I will tell you, if Courtney wasn't 16, I, I, and I'm not excusing at all. Oh, and this is what also complicates it. If the level of vitriol coming from Chrissy wasn't so disgusting and vile, I mean, telling someone to kill yourself, that's a whole no. other level. Yeah. Doesn't matter if you're a kid. Yeah. No, that doesn't. So that is taken into consideration. Uh, if Courtney wasn't her age and wasn't taken advantage of by a, basically a molester and a mm-hmm. pervert, alleged, you know what I mean? A perv. Um, I would say, uh, you know what, um, you you were you are in the public eye. You you ran with it. You benefited from it. You got a show from it. But everything changes because of what Chrissy said to her mm-hmm. and her oh, yeah. age. She was a child. So I like Dawn. am firmly on Courtney's side, even though I I am a fan of Chrissy. My hesitation isn't so much with this story, but um, I. I I do I do wonder uh, the the problem that I have universally with I guess it, I hate this term but the cancel culture mm-hmm. canceling Chrissy is the fact that we are I think we are in an era where one we judge everybody by their worst moments two there's never room in our in our world right now for forgiveness and learning 
and that scares me. Mm-hmm. Uh, without forgiveness and and learning, there's no growth. So you know, so I don't. I, I that that troubles me. I will say it again. I am not laying that on this story because mm-hmm. of all the circumstances I just said. Yeah. Um, but I am saying with all of these cancel stories, if I ever pause, it is because of that. Why I I struggled with the Ellen thing yesterday, and I continue to struggle with the Ellen thing. Um, is I. I uh, do we not allow people to grow? You know what I mean? Do we not allow? I don't know. I do know. I'm saying it. This is how I feel. I, I, I worry that we are in a place in society where there is no such thing as forgiveness. And brands will distance themselves from it because they're so scared to be associated with it, especially if it has something to do with an old tweet or video that was you know, has come out about somebody and it's a racial thing. They're mm-hmm. like, uh, no way are we going to have you endorse us anymore. Yeah. Because that yeah. is a real, it's like damaging. all of that is just, damaging. you know, I mean, for a lot of people, I feel like we're making progress and um, brands don't want to be associated with that. Absolutely. In the blanket that I just laid out there of of the question of where 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 do we put forgiveness and where is it acceptable and where is it worthy to have forgiveness and growth? I'm not laying that blanket over any of uh, I'm over any story over the last couple of years. It's just something that I keep in the back of my mind with each of these little pop culture stories where somebody is removed. Right. I, I you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And and I, I always if there's all if you ever hear a hesitation, I'm just I'm I'm trying to be thoughtful with uh, okay. Are we just gonna dispatch? I think I've said it before on the show, like, what do we do with these people? You know, when what are we supposed to do with them? Are they just gone? I mean, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Yeah, uh, and sometimes that's the consequence. You just need to go away. Yeah, it depends on the um, level. Of, it depends on the person, but I would also ask: Is that fair? Yeah, I mean. Yeah, I mean, yeah these these messages that she sent a sixteen year old. Absolutely, it was really surprising that it came from Chrissy Teigen uh, mm. because uh, she yeah. has such a fun look. I'm cooking. Yep. I'm hanging out with my kids. I'm hanging out with John Legend. You know, he's writing beautiful love stories, songs about me, and then to hear that she said things like this too for a couple of years for for years and then in her apology she she says that she reached out personally now i'm gonna take courtney's word for it mm-hmm. that she didn't me t- and me and i kind of believe that you know and then then all of a sudden you're sorry it's like and i think it all uh, that's came hard out to believe you need to go away for a while courtney was getting divorced finally from doug hutchinson and she was really like going through a process of yeah. and you know getting everything out that has hurt her and um she also saw that everybody was like obsessed with chrissy teigen <laughs> and she's like this is what chrissy teigen is really like you know and yeah. I remember watching that video, and it was pretty heartbreaking. And also, all of the growth that she's been through, and just how she feels like, you know, not feels like she was sexually abused and um, taken advantage of and, and groomed from a, a predator, really. Yeah. That's just, I mean, she still struggles with all of that. And, you know, she might be not your cup of tea, but yeah. And, and it's every situation is different. It, but yeah, I agree with right both of you because. There's some people that just did something a really long time ago and they were dumb as a teenager 
and now they're an adult and they they can't get their career back. Mm-hmm. You know, and, those are yeah. the, those are more of the situations where I'm like, I, I can't imagine. Uh, you know, because among any of us. Who are we the same person we we were when we were 22 or 18 or say, you know, you know what I mean? No. Yeah. Those are the those are the those are the situations that I'm more speaking of, because I will say it for the fifth time. I'm not laying what I just said over this for all the reasons Alexis just stated. And Dawn, I am firmly on Courtney's side. I'm also on what Lex said. I agree with Lex. I am just I'm shocked that this was yeah. Chrissy. You know what I mean? Um and how young was Chrissy when this was being said? Was she in her early 20s? I, I forgot how old Chrissy Teigen Maybe is. Late 20s. Late 20s? Okay, so well, then she's old. The and, okay, then she, yeah. knows, then she knows enough to know better. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so there's no excuse for that at all. I mean, not at all. I mean, you shouldn't be telling people to go kill yourself at any age. No. But if you're, if you're pushing 30, girl, you know you We know are our not. reputation, and you do have to live with the consequences of what you say and do. And and this is a great lesson for young kids to go to to realize this. Learn from us old folk, yeah. <laughs> or people who've been there, done that. You know, really mm-hmm. think about what you're doing, and especially with this digital world that we're living in, your tweets do not go away. No. they mm-hmm. will find them somehow, and it will come back to haunt you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm on Courtney Stodden's Twitter account right now. Yeah, Chrissy Teigen has blocked her on Twitter. Yeah, yeah. Mm. That's another thing she brought up. That was interesting. interesting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Huh. Yeah. It's uh, yeah. It's just it's an interesting time to be having these conversations, and um, yeah, I don't know. It's, it's like Sarah a good Silver. human. Oh. Come on. Now. I also feel um, it's a shame that yeah, Courtney that has to, to make her living off of doing all of these, um, like the way she presents herself. You know. She has to do all of these sexy poses and modeling and stuff like that because she can't get a job anywhere because her she was a part of the Miss Teen Teen USA pageant. She was uh, starting to be a country singer. She has a great singing voice. Uh, So it's like I wish that she could just have a normal life and not have to exploit herself. Yeah, to feel that way. I mean, there is something about getting a regular job. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Courtney, that just might be the answer. Elizabeth's coming up, but really quick. Here's a good example. Thank you, Patrice. God, we have good listeners. Patrice, well, I'm not going to go on about this, but here's a good example of what I would lay the blanket of what I just talked about over. Sarah Silverman apologizing mm. to uh, Paris Hilton. Was the was what Sarah, I mean, Sarah's also a comedian, so there's another level of there's nuance. There's another layer, yes. Uh, there's a layer of nuance. What Sarah did to Paris wasn't the worst atrocity ever. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Welcome to the Snapple Market Auditory Experience. Close your eyes. Imagine you're walking into your neighborhood store. You make your way to the back and reach for your favorite Snapple flavor. You can't wait. You take a sip. Whoa, that's a lot of flavor. Mmm. What flavor are you holding? Now open your eyes and check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavorful Snapple near you. 
Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. And Sarah did a heartfelt apology and it's, meant it. You know yes. what I mean? And that's gross. There's that's a difference. what I'm talking about. Yes. Mm, yeah. That, well, and also Paris Hilton, you know, we know that she reached out to her privately. Mm-hmm. Yes. And she accepted the apology. That makes us feel much better by going, okay, that happened to you. You're yeah. okay with it. Then I'm okay with it. Courtney exactly. clearly not okay with this still. Yeah. Absolutely. So we can't be. No, I'm just saying this. That's oh, no, no. an example, right? No, there. I, I'm I'm fully supporting what you're saying. That's a great example. Yeah, uh, Elizabeth Reese is coming up next. Stay with us. Warning: Here comes a cliche, ladies. Your smile is your calling card to the world. Yeah, even though people can't see our smiles on the radio. Well, they can sense we're smiling even during your dad jokes, Lex. Um, Don, I don't know if I would categorize that post joke look as smiling. Rude. All jokes aside, your smile is so important. And if you don't like yours for whatever reason, it can be debilitating. It can really affect the quality of your life. And that's why we're so proud to represent Dr. Amy Hughes at Hughes Dental. Dr. Amy has her fantastic virtual smile consults. Here's how it works. You email Dr. Amy with your smile concerns. You can even upload a pic at Hughes-Dental.com. And Dr. Amy will send you back a private video message detailing an action plan. And here's one of the best things. There's no pressure to buy. She doesn't believe in that stuff. This is your year to change your smile. And yes, here's another cliche, change your life. And she's the best at cosmetic dentistry. Don't you have a fun nickname for Dr. Amy, Jace? I sure do. The Yoda of cosmetic dentistry. Trust her, we do. Very good Yoda there, Don. Contact Dr. Amy and take advantage of her virtual smile consults at Hughes dashdental.com and don't forget dr amy can be your regular dentist too she's my regular dentist again that's hughes dash dental.com this is a my talk dirt alert welcome back it's time to get caught up the big pop culture stories of the day and the dirt alert with Elizabeth Reese. Hello, Elizabeth. Hello, you guys. Good morning. I love that you were talking about the Chrissy Teigen, Courtney Stodden thing um, and the sort of strange turn of events. And Courtney Stodden, I just always want to remind people, is a victim of child abuse. Yeah. yeah. I mean, she was married to Doug Hutchison, who was 51 years old when she was like 14. Yeah. I mean... Right? 16? Yeah, something like that. They started a relationship when when she was 14 and his... I mean, that's child abuse. That's being sexually abused. Yeah. And that was like, that that is really not okay. I mean, that just at the beginning of it. And Mm -hmm. I always thought this... I mean, Courtney Stodden has been vocal for many years about like, hey, Chrissy Teigen, you're all up in everybody's business when they're mean to you on Twitter. What about what you did to me and what you've mm-hmm. done to me? Mm-hmm. And point. just yeah. kind of kept reminding. She kept reminding and kept saying, this is not okay. 
And um, and now it seems to be finally coming to a head. So anyway, mm. I love that you guys were discussing that. Let's talk about Katie Holmes and her boyfriend. It's oh. over. They remain oh. friends, oh. which is a lie. Um, <laughs> never a lie. Yeah, oh, lie. Blatant, bald-faced <laughs> lie. Oh, is God. it bald-faced lie or bold-faced lie? Bold. Bold. Not yep. bald. No, I, always okay. thought, I like bald. I always thought it was bold, but then I thought bald kind of makes more sense because you'd have like a naked face lying. Uh, no. Maybe it is. Maybe it is bald. Oh, and then I, bold. I don't know. I don't know, you guys. Anyway, Katie Holmes and Emilio Vitolo Jr. have officially split. They have parted ways, and they're done. So he is a restaurateur, and um, they were smooching all over New York City. Their relationship fizzled. Sources say there's no drama that went down. But I don't know. It was kind of dramatic when they got together, too, because he was dating somebody else. Mm. Ah. Huh. Well, oh, they're both they're both acceptable. You can say bald or bold. No bold way. Faced. Yeah. See, Elizabeth, Either you're one. acceptable in any you form. You use bald. I'm just going to alternate. Yeah. You and then you'll you. get emails saying, uh, it's bold. <laughs> yeah. They could say no. I'll just try to say it, which is, this is what I try to do if I can't pronounce someone's name on television. I try to just say it both ways combined into one and really quickly. <laughs> yes. And then no yes. one can really accuse oh, me. God. Just say it with confidence. Just smash it. Boom. Oh. Just smash it together. And then it's totally fine. Oh, it comes from bare-faced lie. B-A-R-E. So oh. it does have to so do you with your face. Three. It does. You can yes. say bare, bald, and bold. Bare to bald. Yep. Wow. Or bold. That's what my gay bar is called. <laughs> bare to bald. Bare bald. Bare bald and bold. Bare to bald. It's <laughs> pretty good. Thank you. Um, this is a weird dating situation. John Mulaney and Olivia Munn. Yeah. I, I don't. Uh, okay. Does they, it feel too soon? Yes, but then, then again, also not, because listen yeah. to the backstory. So, oh, oh, there's more. There's more. Olivia Munn and John Mulaney uh, just started dating. Olivia Munn is an actress, um, well-known. She dated Aaron Rodgers for a long time, you know, Green Bay yeah. quarterback. Um, but she has been fixated on him for a long time. And it's sort of strange, like, if she's a fan, if she's just, like, really into him. She's posted lots of things about him over the years of just being, like, really a big fan of him. Um, They both attended Seth Meyers' wedding in 2013. Olivia Munn was there with her then-boyfriend, and I guess she, like, she was obsessed with him, and she kept going up to him and talking to him. And she wanted him and his then fiance to hang out. Oh boy. Um, Mm. And she's told this story in sort of a funny way. She said she then emailed him after she met him and he never emailed her back. Then John Mulaney went on to marry the fiance that he was with at the wedding. Uh They have now, um, he went into rehab. He is divorcing her. And she's very upset about it and says that it was like basically his choice. He's the one pulling the plug on the relationship. And now he's dating Olivia Munn um, like a month after after breaking up with his wife. Does this feel strange to anyone but me? So. Oh, it's, it's strange. Uh, it's an accelerated timeline. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> wow. Dumb, yeah. really oh my gosh, do you work for a PR company? <laughs> what a spin that was. Well, especially oh. just getting out of rehab, too, and dealing with his own demons there. Oh, just, yeah, I don't know if this will last. It's never going to last. No, nah, just because yeah. he's going, you know. Yeah, divorced. Mm. Uh, just getting out of rehab, just getting divorced, and then in this relationship, there's no way. 
No. Yeah. That's a lot. That's that's a lot. One of those things is, hard a, is, a, is, a, yes. is a hard bridge to walk over. That's true. Yeah, no kidding. It's really... It's like walking over that bridge with lead on your feet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Josh, <Yeah>. Josh Duhamel <laughs> says working with J-Lo was just fine. He was not intimidated by her because he'd been married to Fergie. Oh. So he he oh. just like ran in J-Lo's circle and he knows what it's like to, you know work with a real power. Was that some lady. shade right there or was that I don't know. I I kind of get confused about what he says all the time when he says stuff. I'm like, what's going on here? What are we really talking about? Alright, I gotta go. All right. you go. We'll see you today at three on Twin Cities Live. Forced movie reviews next. And now on Jason and Alexis in the morning, a message from our sponsor from like the 70s or 80s. Jason and Alexis classic commercial. We now return you to our regularly scheduled mediocre radio show. Thank you, Rocco. <laughs> Welcome back. Jason and Alexis in the morning on my talk one seven one, everything entertainment, everything forced movie reviews. That's right. Uh, for a couple months, we did a pop culture experiment where we watched classic movies. That is over. We have now for the last couple weeks returned to the way God wants it. Uh, and that is original three, recipe. That's right. Three of us watching movies in a genre we hate. Uh, Alexis hates horror movies. Uh, Dawn hates romance and rom-coms. And I hate action movies. And, uh, well, that brings us to today. Because Alexis loves action movies. And last week assigned me the 2014 Keanu Reeves hit, John Wick. I can't believe you're making me do this. Why do we have to talk about that? Do I have Forced movie reviews. You forced me to do this, 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 this. Now, if you haven't seen the movie, I will also give a general uh, spoiler alert because I will be talking about specific plot points. So if you have not seen this seven-year-old movie, you cannot blame me because I'll be talking about, as Bethany says, I'm going to talk about it all. Um, but I will begin... I will be well. I will begin with. Um, I will do this as um, as an actor in one of these overly dramatic action movies. I will tell you what I think of it, and in, in, as uh, as a character in one of these movies. Oh, okay. Alexis, you made a big mistake picking this movie <laughs> because. Oh, oh, oh. I. Loved it. Yes! Yes! We yes! Did it! Yes! It's so good, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. I actually um I actually really enjoyed this. Mm-hmm. Um I, I wouldn't say loved, maybe big L like. Uh, no, you know what? I'm just gonna. I'm. It's Friday. I'll be drunk yes. in like four hours. So I. Um, <laughs> I'll say I small L loved it. Yay! What and did I you lo- love about it? 
Well, let me just say right off the bat, and here's where the spoilers are going to go a flying. Um, I love Keanu. Um, I have been with Keanu the whole ride. Uh, when he first came out and he was a dude and everyone made fun of his acting abilities, I, you know, uh, from uh, uh, Point Break. Uh, when when I just want when my best friend Dina and I just wanted him, uh, we, we were there with uh, uh, Bill and Ted. We were there with Bram Stoker's Dracula when they tried to make him dramatic and everyone made fun of him. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. But but now he is in such and then the Matrix. I was real. I wasn't oh. really a big fan of. I do not enjoy the Matrix. Oh, I but it. I am here for 40, 50 something. Keanu Reeves. I'm here for it. Yes. I, I want it. I want on the ride. Yeah. I want, I'm here for it. They're working I, on chapter four right now, Jay, so you can just okay. keep rolling right through. Um, I, uh, so right off the bat, the, the, the director and the writers, uh, they, they hook you, and they know how to hook you. Because they make you, uh, they make you give a, a darn, mm-hmm. and they make you want Keanu to get revenge. And what I mean by that is, if yeah. you don't know, if you don't know the movie, it opens up, and Keanu has just lost his beloved wife, and um, and right off the bat, I'm thinking, I was watching, I'm like, wow, this is good acting by Keanu. This is because you could feel the pain. I mean, obviously, he loved this woman. And uh, they had a connection. I even felt the connection. And I was like, okay. And then she's, um, and you can already tell that it was one of those relationships where she made him better. And so right away, you know, he's going to be listless. He's going to be, this is, you know, he's going to be floundering. So, and then you discover um, that she left him a gift and the gift is a puppy. Um, and she wrote him a note because she was battling a long-term disease, so she had prepared this. And so then the puppy comes, and I'm like, oh, look at the puppy. And uh, then the puppy serves as a catalyst to uh, reveal to you that Keanu had a whole other life. Um, because uh, these crooks uh, start tormenting him about his car, and uh, they steal his car. And then, um, and I'm sorry, I'm just going to be blunt, these thieves, these crooks end up uh, breaking into his house and killing the puppy. Yeah. Now, let me tell you, if there is a way, if there is a if there is a mechanism to get me, the viewer, yes. to want to want the protagonist to beat the living hell out of That's everybody. That's love it. Yes. It's like, not, kill as many people as you need to. Yeah. We get it. <laughs> not beat, but I wanted him, and I'm not a violent person, but I wanted him to take a blowtorch to every bad guy in this movie. And I wasn't going to stop watching the movie until everybody was dead. Um, I wanted everybody dead. Uh, I wanted everybody responsible for the killing of that puppy. Mm-hmm. I didn't even really care about the wife. I didn't even care. <laughs> yeah. I didn't care about uh, anything else but revenge for Daisy. Yes. And, um, but Along my revenge route, or along my motivation for liking it, 
I ended up liking it for other reasons. I, not being an action guy, I liked the world they created. This little universe of this underground, like John was in this world before he switched, before he got out of it. Kind of like the mob, but not the mob. I don't like mob movies. But this underworld kind of crime, uh, and he was the legendary hitman, I guess you could call him. People Mm -hmm. feared him. He was the boogeyman. But he got out of it because of the love of his wife. But then... um, you come to find out the morons that killed the puppy mm. didn't even know it was John Wick, like the John Wick. And then as the viewer, you realize John is legendary and they have messed with the wrong guy. He has Thus, nothing to lose, too. No, thus the cat and mouse or dog and mouse game. And you are introduced like I just love the world. Ian mm-hmm. McShane from Deadwood is in it. Yeah. Oh. Um, yeah. Uh, William Defoe is in it, and this little world, like he stays in this hotel that is a wink, wink part of this universe. And uh-huh. I love the clerk. I love the desk clerk. Um, anyway, yes. the the fight scenes. I'm not usually into this, but there is one moment where I just I did snicker. I went, <laughs> okay, that's cool. He <laughs> is just he is in this bathhouse, oh, girl. Yeah. He is in this bathhouse, and it is like Bette Midler, bathhouse Betty girl. He is in there, and he is like, boom, 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 boom. Everybody, he's walking down like, boom, you're dead. Boom, you're dead. You killed my puppy. Behold, boom, you're dead. so cool doing it, right? And he's in a suit. You, I was going to oh. end with that. He And he does all of this in a finely tailored suit. I and know. I mean, I'm just going to say. So there's one scene. This is what I snickered about. This choreograph, this great set piece of this uh, this rampage, this massacre through revenge massacre through this bathhouse. He's looking for the puppet killers. There's one point where he runs out of bullets and he's like, and everyone's still coming toward him. And he literally is just, he's like, this one guy's, and he has enough time. He has enough time. He's so good. He has enough time to distract the guy with pain. And then he's like, boom. And he reloads and he's like, boom, shoots him. It's just like four seconds that was, I rewound it like three times because he's just so, so suave and so good. Then he keeps going. You anyway, rewound it. I did. I rewound oh, that little part. Oh, my God. Just That's wait. So I mean, the action sequences just keep getting more amazing. I, I'm just, I marvel at the choreography because it's like yeah. a dance. I mean, I want to be is. there when they choreograph these things. Yeah. We, we're going to go, but uh, there is, and I love the directing. It's very modern noir, and I yeah. uh, there's a shot where he's in this club, this bathhouse, and there's this swirl animation behind him as he is hunting. And that he's coming toward the camera with this animation behind him, and it's beautifully lit with the strobe lights of the club. And Keanu is walking toward the camera, and you are just like, I am stimulated, and I am horny. Like, I want him, and I want him to kill me, and I just, I want everything. He looks so good at <laughs> Yeah, anyway. Jace. Yes. Okay. Oh mm-hmm. my Perfect. god. This is the action yes. movie you love the most, I think. Um, this is the movie of this whole stupid segment. <laughs> this is the movie that I have loved the most. The like most, yes. out of any iteration of this ridiculous segment, John Wick um again, I am here for it all. And the best moment cuz you know you know this is going to happen. 
I stood up and cheered uh, when Puppy Killer uh, got his due. I was like, that's right, Bahole. You don't mm-hmm. kill puppies. That's anyway. what you get. We were pretty easy on each other, all three of us, yes. for this first foray back into old school Force movie reviews. That all ends when we return. No! That implies... Oh. I can't believe you're making me do this. Why do we have to talk about that? Do I have to? Force movie reviews. You forced me to do this, 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 this. Welcome back, Jason and Alexis in the morning. Uh, on this Friday, May 14th, 2021, it's Forced Movie Review Friday. I just reviewed uh, the assignment from Alexis 2014's John Wick, and I loved it. Um, if Alexis wanted me to lie, hate it, she failed miserably because I actually uh, really, really loved it. And I didn't yes. mind the $4 I spent to rent it. Um, so that's good. Well, and you know how this goes. So if you're new to our show, the way it works is that I now assign Dawn because we all assign each other in a genre we love. I, yep. I am now going to assign Dawn. Because I love them, a fabulous rom-com. Don, are you ready? No. <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay. I was easy on you last time, but... Don, today's movie is... No. Oh, hold on a minute. Do I get it, or can you pick no, it up? Hello? Uh, oh, Right now? Oh, no. I don't like it. Oh, okay, I'll do it. <laughs> oh. Who's that? There's, that was Dan Seaman. Oh, okay. oh, okay. Yeah? He has activated a change oh. in Force Movie Reviews. Oh. Oh, what did he say? Dawn will not be reviewing a movie because next week, Kenny will be reviewing... Titanic. (laughs) 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 For the first time in Forced movie review history. Kenny will be reviewing a movie that he hates or thinks that he hates. Well, he's never seen it. Yeah. The 1997 hit Titanic, directed by James Cameron and starring Leonardo DiCaprio. You know that next Friday is the 21st, right? And that I'm uh-huh. off? No. You know that, right? What? I'm, off, I'm off the 19th, the 20th, and the 21st. Oh, you are? Oh, Did you he just done. make that up? <laughs> In the following week and all of no, June and no. most of July. No. And probably August and September. And no. Every Friday you're off. No. No, I mean, this comes, as they say, uh, as they say uh, on the Lion King from on high. It's just we have gotten this order. Uh-huh. Uh, from the highest of the high, not even mid-level management, B. Arthur. No, this is this is from the Grand Poobah himself, the Emperor. 
uh, yeah. has has made it so. He basically said, "Make it so, make it so." So, well, he can go to hell. Oh my god! Oh god! <laughs> just so you just got he's coming to my Teigen office. On him. Oh, he's no. uh, actually in town, and I will be seeing him later today. So, uh, oh, thank him. Give him oh, a yeah. big hug. Uh, I wouldn't doubt it if uh, he changes his mind, and on Monday he'll let you know that he made a mistake, and this probably <laughs> is a bad idea. Well, let's ask him, because he's calling in right now. Emperor? Hey, it's Dan. Hi, Dan. This is uh, my talk 1071. This is uh, Jason and Alexis in the morning. How you doing, Dan? Never heard of you. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Tell him we're on the air, Jason. Oh, we're oh, that's right. Legally, yeah, we yeah. have to. We thank you, Alexis. Legally, yeah. we have to tell you we're on the air right now, <laughs> Dan. We just told Kenny that for the first time ever, he has to do a forced movie review and he has to watch Titanic. Now, I told him it was uh, in direct order from you. Can you please confirm that? One hundred percent, yes. <laughs> That's definitely Dan. <laughs> that is Dan. We can confirm this is Dan's voice. Because um, uh, you were saying you're all about fairness, right, uh, Dan? And for months, we, Lex, Don, and I have watched movies we've hated. And fair mm-hmm. is fair. He's a part of the show now, right, Dan? I absolutely agree with that. Okay. Yep. Well, I think Titanic's a great choice. <laughs> He's never seen it. He may enjoy He's it. He's never seen it, Dan. He's never seen Titanic. Wow, that, that's the least surprising thing I've heard today. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, buddy. Um, Hi. No, no, did you did you hang up on him I already? I did hang up on Yeah, yeah. No, that some uh, bitch better bring his checkbook because this is going to cost him. Oh my God! Get your checkbook ready. <laughs> did he just use the country? That some bitch better bring his checkbook. <laughs> that sounded like he was from Arkansas. <laughs> He went all deliverance on us right there. He wait, his checkbook. What what amount are you expecting this check to be, Kenny? Well, I can't decide if I need a bump in salary or just a one-time fee. Oh. Um, but something's going to happen here. Yeah, something. Something's going to happen. Oh, that is good. That is fantastic. Well, I mean, you can kind of thank us. We've put you in a good position then. If you're talking about that stuff, this is a perfect week to assign you a movie, Kenny. Uh, We'll see. We'll see. We'll talk again next Friday. We'll see what happens. Oh, my gosh. Well, you'll have to review it next Friday, so you better Uh get on it. Get on it. To be safe, you might want to assign Don a movie anyway. <laughs> just, just as a backup plan, just in Don, case. Don, go ahead on the grid if you just want to put Kenny Titanic Force yeah. Movie Review next uh-huh. Friday. That's yep. right. Okay. We'll put, that, we'll put that down. I love That's, it. What a great way to end the I'm week. I'm going to tell you already, I hate it. So <laughs> I don't know what else there is to say. I, I mean, I, I, it's not an accident that I haven't seen this movie. <laughs> That's going to do it for us today and this week. Go go out there and be yourself because nobody can tell you're doing it wrong. Right, Lex? (laughs) That's right. You be you. (laughs) Happy Friday. Yay, everybody. Have a great weekend, and we love you. We'll talk on Monday. Bye for now.